0: to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you wanna eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Everyone, Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast here. My name is Jen Smiley, and I'm honored to be with Adam from a brand called Natskola. We're going to deep dive into why he built this brand. Of course, we're going to learn all about the ingredients, which I'm most excited about your point of view and why this is important to you. You know, health and food, they really play a role. So welcome, Adam.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. I'm excited to talk about this. So you have a brand called Nutsola. Um, what what exactly do you guys make an offer?
1: Yeah. So Nutsola, it actually originated in my house. My dad was making the product for years prior to us going into business. The whole concept was my dad wanted to make a product with clean ingredients and no added sugar. So this was like back in 2012, he was putting together a mixture of fruit, nuts, seeds, and spices. So it looked like like a big energy ball, and I would snack on it throughout the day. I would bring this to work. I promise you, I never thought of it as a business. But growing up, um, I was always into sports and trying to be in shape. And I I would read ingredient labels at a young age, I would say. And my parents definitely instilled this kind of healthy eating. Like, we never had fast food growing up. I know it's like similar to your kids. Like, it seems like they're very conscious about ingredient labels, obviously, now.
0: Exactly. Just being conscious.
1: Yeah, we can go more into that. Just how no one has to be a nutritionist. Like they just have to like read the ingredient labels. And if they can recognize the ingredients and especially looking at the sugar component, they're going to be healthy.
0: I love that. That's true. Yes. So
1: yeah. So my dad was making these energy bars from the mixes that, that he was putting together. And I would bring a bag of bag to work. I would snack on it all day. And that's when we first launched the business as this kind of unique product. It was a DIY energy bar mix. And we launched on Kickstarter. Uh, We had so much support from friends and family, and we had this totally unique product to the market. And we realized like soon after launching it and going to farmers markets and sampling, people started using our mixes more like granola. And one of the key differences with granola compared to us is that we use dates to sweeten instead of the added sugars, which is pretty much in every granola product.
0: Yeah. So what what I really love about your product is the taste is there, the flavor, and it is real food. It is healthy. So there's so many brands out there. And I mean, I hate to say it, but any big brand out there is not good. You know what I mean? There's a reason they're a big brand. They're spending all their money on their marketing, things like that. And so right. I like that you brought up the fact that like, Hey, look, you don't need to be a nutritionist. You don't need to be a dietitian. You don't even need to be a doctor. I'm not that. And you're not that. And people need to know that like, Hey, you can take control of your own health. You can make yourself feel good. If you're just reading the labels, if you're recognizing those ingredients. So I like that you brought that up because it is very important. So yes. let's talk about the ingredients in your um, products. What's one of the main, I guess, the best selling product or something everyone should try this from Nutsola.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I would say vanilla almond mix uh, or superfood mix, which okay. has the ingredients of almond, dates, coconut, chia seeds, vanilla extract, cinnamon, and sea salt. So, I mean, those are all the ingredients in the product. It's the most neutral product. It goes well with pretty much any yogurt, oatmeal, with any type of fruit combination. And then again, you can put like our mixes in shakes. So it's not just used as a topping. You can make your own bars or energy balls at home. So it's, it's this really versatile product.
0: Yeah, what's really cool that I noticed is if I just need or anyone needs a quick snack and it's on the calendar, you can literally just, you know, grab it with a spoon or grab it with your hand and eat it. Or you can actually flip it over and follow the directions and make an energy bar out of it or probably something like a Rice Krispie treat using that exact product. So I do like how it can do multiple things.
1: Yeah, and that, you know, that's just one of the pro- that was the first product we came out with, but. We really want to start focusing on snacks and more convenience for consumers because like especially like moms with kids, like they they have a busy life. Like I don't want them to have to yeah. you know worry about using our product in a recipe. Just like for instance, like we just have like our bites here. So you could just, you know, snack it on the go. Or we have our new date glazed cashews, which is like a candy cashew without added sugar. So we're really trying to be innovative with all these snacks and substituting dates instead of like the added sugars. And dates has like the fiber, which is really important.
0: I like that. That's what I was going to ask you. Why why dates over the artificial sugar or the more refined sugars, which almost seems, you know, just self-explanatory. But I mean, people are like, hey, look, what's wrong with king sugar and what's wrong with brown rice syrup? So do you want to deep dive into that?
1: Yeah, well, it's really simple. Like dates is it's a fruit, and fruit has fiber. And um, I eat fruit. Like I think everyone pretty much loves fruit. But why can't we incorporate fruit into our product versus the added sugar, which is not a beneficial ingredient at all. Like it it hurts consumers if you eat cane sugar and even coconut sugar, which I know a lot of brands have it, but I don't think consumers really know. Like coconut sugar doesn't actually come from a coconut. Like it comes from the sap of a tree. And Mm -hmm. it just lacks that same type of benefit as like a fruit does. So when marketers get together, you know, they look at, oh, it's coconut. Consumers like the word coconut because it's healthy. But in reality, it's not really that different from cane sugar.
0: Yeah, so I do know that coconut sugar is a little less refined than, say, cane sugar. And again, I'm not a doctor or a nutritionist, so you can read all this stuff online. There's articles out there, but it does have a lower blood sugar spike than table sugar, white sugar, cane sugar. However, I do know people listening might wonder, well, why do I care about the sweetener having fiber, right? And again, you can find these articles online. I'm not creating this stuff myself, But when you're eating foods made with more fiber, it almost coats your intestines with fiber, so it's not going to absorb as much glucose. So it's not going to spike your blood sugar as much, thus... Making you fuller longer, A, and B, not making you tired, which is why somebody could potentially eat, you know, a Cliff Bar or a Luna Bar or something like that. And they're like, oh, I just don't feel good. I'm hungry again and I'm tired and I need more snacks. So I really love that you did choose that.
1: Consumers, I think, just have to think of it as like it's more sustainable energy. Like we're not trying to fight, like, it's like I don't drink like caffeine anymore, but like caffeine can give you that instant energy, but you know, you crash, it's like not sustainable. Like when you're eating like a date or something with fiber, like a fruit, like you don't feel like you crash. Like, you know, your body will tell you if you feel like energized and then you crash. So, you know, we treat food like medicine a lot and the ingredients are all beneficial to someone and just helps maintain their energy. We're not trying to say like, oh, we're going to like, spike your energy up and you're going to have the most energy ever it's like yeah uh,
0: we're not going to supercharge you i love that exactly i have a question about a super controversial ingredient (laughs) that i'm often um faced up against just being a food coach and i have videos where i talk about it but oats do you guys use oats in any of your products
1: no we don't we're grains free in every product okay I don't know. I'm not that educated on oats per se, but oats is primarily used as a filler, okay. like in all the granola products. So,
0: Okay. So I'll just touch base real quick, what I feel about oats. And this is just a personal opinion. That's all it's coming from. But I always say, what happens to oats when you put them in water? They expand. So they do make you bloated. All of our clients here at Wake Up who have eliminated oats, eliminated oat milk, have felt a difference in you know their bellies and how they feel so sure if you're going to eat oats you want to make sure they're sprouted, you want to make sure they're organic but eliminating the oats um, does definitely make you feel a difference yeah. and you're right, oats are in everything and also people say you know, oh oatmeal and oats lower your cholesterol and I'm like hold on, wait a minute <laughs> I feel like people are eating bad and they're trying to combat it with oats whereas really it should be eating Good all the time, and your cholesterol should essentially take care of itself, right?
1: Yeah, well, I could just tell you that oats is like one of the cheapest ingredients, like if consumers just kind of understand that, like when you fill up a whole package with oats, like you can get your product cost down to almost nothing. you know so that's how a lot of companies went.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've always wanted to help consumers from day one. That was the entire reason why like I got into this business because I really want to help people eat cleaner, just feel better and companies, sometimes they're obviously it's a business and they just want to make money. So when you have like a marketer that comes in and says, oh, I'm going to work for this company, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to try to hype up the product as much as they can and try to, you know, trick consumers into saying products are healthy or not. So it's like really deceiving. It's a really deceiving business.
0: It is for sure, and I do believe that the food industry has made us label illiterate. So people actually don't even know what's healthy anymore, and they don't actually know what they're doing, and they're kind of hiding these ingredients. So I like how your packaging; yes. you can see the ingredients, and they're evident and they're real.
1: I want to share with something. So whenever I when I start at a farmer's market, so this is like our superfood mix. Okay. Whenever someone flipped over the package to look for the ingredients, like. We label really big, but consumers like would look around the package They're like, where is it? Like, I can't see the ingredients because they're basically looking for something that's so tiny because all the products that are labeled pretty much today are just in tiny font where you can't read anything. Right. So it's very deceiving.
0: And there's a reason for that. There's a reason they're high in the ingredients. So I'm curious now, why don't you guys use wheat flour? A lot of people think wheat flour and wheat is healthy. So why are you not putting wheat flour in your stuff?
1: Well, we don't need to put wheat flour. Like it's just not our base. We would never be our base ingredient. Like we don't use grains. We really want to help people that are gluten intolerant who have celiacs. That's important. Yeah. And just more beneficial ingredients overall. So like, we don't want to use filler ingredients like that. Yep. Filler ingredients.
0: Cool. Okay. So now if you want to talk about this, cause I know we talked about it before and I think it's important is health and food. So do you want to share at all, Adam, maybe your own health journey and what brought you to figuring out that you need to eat real food?
1: Like I said before, it was instilled pretty much from my parents at a young age, like, not eating fast food, like not, yeah. it really helped me eat more whole foods and just not really, I wasn't reading ingredients at like 10 years old, but playing competitive sports throughout every single season. And that was pretty much my life. And I was working out all the time and I want to feel my best and perform the best. So like food was always really important to me, like in terms of what I was eating. Mm-hmm. But I remember like I was drinking like gallons of Gatorade a day. And, you know, that was like, realizing how much sugar is in Gatorade, it was just like, I, I couldn't believe I was drinking that much. And once my dad- Yeah, same preservatives. Yeah. So my dad was making, once he started making the Nutella mixes, I really became, I would say more serious in looking at all the labels and realizing when like I eat like mm-hmm. a date versus like say a chocolate product or something sweet with added sugar, I would notice my energy levels decrease significantly and very fast from from the time that i'm eating the product which when you crash it just doesn't feel good for me especially like i had i guess i had like asthma growing up so i was always conscious of my breathing and just certain things so like when i feel like i'm totally out of energy and i'm trying to keep going it's just not it was never a good feeling for me so i don't know if other people feel this Mm -hmm. way but when you eat like not solo products like you always feel like you're sustainable, I could eat it all day long and feel great. And I could tell you that it's helped my life. Because, you know, avoiding like the added sugars, you know, I'm not saying you have to eat all nutsola, But if you just look at certain products, you look at the ingredient labels, like you've been preaching, the added sugar to me is like the most important line a lot of times on the label. And it's not just the sugar, but it's also like avoiding the sugar alcohols And some of these like, these fake sugars where the companies will claim that it's like there's no added sugar, but it's yeah. going to hurt your digestion. There's acid reflux. So that's another thing that I've had to kind of heal over time. And a lot of it is, is due to the ingredients and the no added sugar. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's kind of my journey. I, was, I wouldn't say like I was ever like sick per se, but, you know, just reading ingredient labels is just like just so important to me.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then you guys start with the Kickstarter and it's very successful with family and friends. What's kind of your next, what What was the fork in the road with your business or when you stepped in, like how, how did you guys produce the product or how were you selling? Were you at farmer's markets? Were you in groceries? What are you doing?
1: So right after Kickstarter, that was like when we designed the packaging and we were like ready to sell. So the first thing we wanted to do was sell at farmer's markets. So we started in First one we started was Jersey City in New Jersey, and we were selling through Long Island um, in Southampton and uh, Roslyn, New York, and sampling was the easiest way to Mm -hmm. sell the product because all we need to do is give someone a taste, and people loved it, but but we realized people were using our product more like granola, so that pretty much altered our entire business model from the DIY bars into this mix where people can use as like a topping, but also this versatile product. Then I came down to Florida during one of the winters in 2019. And I started at farmer's markets in Miami. And we launched in our first store, Air One Market in LA, which I'm sure a lot of people know it. It's just yep. trendy health food store in LA. Just incredible.
0: Oh yeah. Tons of clean products. It's incredible.
1: It's really an amazing place. And I, I went out there and I was demoing for two weeks straight, we did it incredible. And this was February of 2020. So two weeks later, COVID hit. And I could say it was like the worst time ever to launch in retail for our product.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm sure. It took away our, our main strategy. It was so simple. It's just like sample the product as much as we can. Right. But I would say like being new to the food industry, we weren't that educated in terms of we're business savvy, but we didn't really know the food industry well. Uh-huh. So we had to alter packaging price point. And it, over time, we were really just seeing like how our product was moving in the stores that we had it and realizing that we want to focus on snacks and just ready to eat items. So our business has evolved from the superfood mix, like this unique product to now selling superfood bites and date glazed nuts that so we have like the cashews right now, but we're coming out with other versions and really... I would say our business is really innovative in terms of how we make the products. Like I'm not going to detail like how we make it because it's kind of proprietary, but we started making it in a commercial kitchen and um from there we're using co-packers all with like great qualifications and uh you know we we really want to be a difference maker in the food business with these unique products and that no one else makes cuz you know there's so much competition but right. we feel that our product the way we use dates in our products is completely different from how others do you're
0: certainly you guys are raising the bar which i do think is important because i feel like the food industry just went down and so i like to tell people hey look those big brands they it is cheap and it's overproduced and all these things. And there are really good ethical small brands out there, but they don't have the money to compete with craft and, yes, you know, yes. cliff bar and things like that. But it's just, it's awareness. So I, I am curious because I'm sure everybody's curious. How do they get Nutsola? What should they do?
1: If anyone wants to get Nutsola, you can go on our website, which is Com, And we have all of our products on there and, uh, I actually want to, I don't know when you're actually going to be launching this podcast, but I want to share a new product with you as like kind of a surprise.
0: Perfect. We can do that.
1: So this is like our, one of our newest products. It's a chocolate hazelnut spread. Oh my spread. gosh. And I've seen you promote like a hazelnut spread. I forgot which brand, but our ingredients for this is just hazelnuts. It's
0: um fi- fine and raw.
1: Yeah.
0: Read me those ingredients.
1: So it's just hazelnuts, dates, cocoa, chia seeds. Avocado oil and sea salt.
0: Nice. I love that. Avocado oil and sea salt. Chia seeds are amazing because they're high in omega-3s, so they're anti-inflammatory. I'm definitely excited to try that. My kids love <laughs> hazelnut spread. I'm so glad. they just like with a spoon, that is their dessert. Yes, I love that. Okay, so they should go to nutsola.com.
1: Or they can buy on a, uh, we just launched our Amazon page too but there's gonna be more products available on our website. So, I mean, they could shop either way and depending on where they live, we're mostly through the Northeast, they can go in our store locator if they like shop in store ever. Cool.
0: And I'll have some links in um, the bio as well. So I am curious, If you, throughout your time producing this product, right, it seems like you guys kind of pivoted listening to your buyers, listening to the clientele about what they were doing with the mixes and maybe what they liked or didn't like. Do you have any kind of moving stories from a client or a buyer that told you, I don't know how your product changed their life, whether it was out of convenience or how they felt or anything?
1: I mean, there's not, I can't say there's one in particular, but the reviews we get, I mean, any customer can see the reviews from our website. Okay. You know, when someone says something like thanking us for making the product because we do make unique products and just makes me and my family feel better, you know, having more energy and all that, it means a lot. Like that's like, to me, the best feeling in the world, like getting any type of positive, positive. one customer just saying a great thing is like the best feeling for me. And so yeah, it's a community of people, it's, I can't say one in particular, I've had great relationships with so many customers, but it, it's really just the whole community, I think.
0: Yeah, it's your it's how, how you are doing good in the world and helping other people. I love that. So my last question for you, Adam, that I'm asking everyone on the podcast is this could be business related, it could be whatever, it doesn't have to be anything that we're talking about related. But what was your wake up moment?
1: My wake up moment.
0: Yep, In your life.
1: I would say when we completed our Kickstarter, it was like when we got funded, it's not saying like that funded the entire business, but it just gave me so much confidence that people were behind me and you know, saying that we can do this and like start the business. Mm-hmm. And then it's been my life. Like, I'm just so passionate about what I'm doing. You know, it's not a moment in the day where I don't think about NutZola and might be crazy or unhealthy, but I just I just love what I'm doing. And I feel like we're going to be a national brand at one point, even though we are bootstrapped and just my dad and I and um, some outsourced work and some great people that support us. So yeah, I'd say that's like a huge moment. Or when my dad, even when my dad asked me to start the business in the house, I remember that day, it was just he asked me, do you want to go into the food business? I'm like, yes. I mean, that's pretty much what I said at the time. And I was just so... I'm just... So passionate.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. As time goes on, it's going to be really cool looking back at what you did with your dad and all those things, family and business. I'm same exact way, um, family and business. So that's really, really cool. Yeah, for sure. So that is awesome, Adam. I'm so glad I know that, again... I've definitely had my fair share of Nutsola. Love all the stuff. Think it's cool packaging. Um, Mostly love, though, your story, you behind the brand. I know once we did talk, I was like, you "You know what? I like stories behind brands. Um, So I think that's really, really cool. And it has been so great having you on here. Everybody, make sure to follow Nutsola on Instagram. Check them out. Go to their website. You can... Um, read the bio beneath this, and we look forward to seeing you. Just continue to grow, Adam. Congratulations!
1: Thanks so much, Jen. I really appreciate. I hope everyone, um, please connect with me on on social. It could be Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Email. You know, so looking forward to hearing from people.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com.